podcast. Nothing important. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, <laughs> it's always good to start off with a laugh. Even if it's me laughing at nothing. Um, yeah, I haven't done it in a while. But uh, I wanted to record myself talking. And I was thinking, man, which is... Uh, it's an interesting thing to do nowadays, to think. <laughs> you know, all of my army, the people that, that uh, are just like me, you know, compulsive masturbators, uh, scrolling on Reddit and other social media sites, um, looking for God. That's what that's about, by the way. <laughs> it's not addictive behavior. People think that that is uh, obsessive compulsion and responses to trauma. No, it's looking for God. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about it when I release my religion. Uh, it, I was just watching this video. Um, it was like an expert, the five different levels of expertise in uh, quantum physics and something I have no idea about. It's something I have, <laughs> you know, I'm not a, I'm very far from a scientist. But what I am, ladies and gentlemen, is a guy who records himself speaking. And some people enjoy that for various reasons. So I'll give my fucking thoughts. Um, it's incredible because, I mean, the first thing I was thinking about is to know your strengths and weaknesses is such a gift. And you may not be born with that gift. <laughs> You know, you were born with gifts. Everybody has their individual talents or abilities or potentials. But self-awareness of what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Wow. That is a present. And um, as we all get older, you know, that becomes something that we all unwrap. We all start to figure out in our own ways what are our strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, why is that beautiful? It's, it's good because... You can work on the things that you think you're bad at. And hopefully you get good at them. Or you don't. Not that important. Back to the video that I was watching. <laughs> I was watching this video and five different levels of expertise. Just to drill down how stupid I am in this, this subject. It's like a, uh, it looks like a five-year-old kid. And he has like a better grasp on this shit than I do. <laughs> They're just talking about, you know, simple concepts, you know, direction, uh, linear, two-dimensional, three-dimensional. And it progresses into different levels of expertise. And there's like a, I guess she's like a grad student. And then there's like a PhD guy. And then there's like an, uh, an expert who's like incomprehensibly more intelligent than me. I don't know if I would ever even get to, <laughs> you know what I mean? The level of what this guy's talking about. And I found it interesting because they were just talking about concepts that I don't spend a lot of time meditating on, thinking about. But they are so interesting, you know? I think in another life, I was a scientist or maybe just another asshole idiot that was more interested in science fiction. There's potential of both of those, as explained in this quantum physics video. Just check it out on YouTube. It's like five levels of expertise, quantum physics, and um, talking about multiple dimensions, talking about uh, 
you know, past our understanding of, I guess we get up to like fourth dimension, fourth dimensional understanding. Everybody understands like one dimension, dot, two dimension, line, three dimension, um, you know, your dick. Once again, my army, compulsive masturbation. Uh, but it was getting into kind of what I love, which is discovery and innovation, not just like physical innovation, but conceptual. And um, I thought that was interesting. I was like, whoa. The, 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 the knee-jerk reaction I was getting, I would get a reaction of, I wish I had a better education. <laughs> I wish I had a better education. I wish I, I, I had some of these things like um, foundationally taught to me or I was exposed to or aware of at an earlier age because it's just like time, ladies and gentlemen. That's the time. So valuable. And, you know, going along with this conversation is such a thing that we, we don't really even understand it too much. We don't understand um, how time works. I've heard, the, you know, people talk about like time is nonlinear and... That's like the whole theory of relativity thing. It's like if you're standing in a train station and you're waiting for a train and a train is going past you uh, at very, you know, very fast speed and the people in the train are in a different relative time measurement than the person that's standing on the platform. Right. You know, you can think about the same thing. You're driving a car and you're going somewhere. You are at a different rate of speed. And so time is different for you than the guy who's, you know what I mean? It's just, it's wild. And so it makes me think about it too. It's like thinking about dimensions, thinking about time and all that other stuff. Can we compact large, vast amounts of time without the physical event of being in a vehicle or, um, you know what I mean? I think about it. I grew up Christian. I always go to like the Bible, you know, Moses, he walks up and meets God, the top of Mount Sinai and comes down and he's so wise from his meeting with God, that his hair is white. So it's like implying that he's aged, you know? And I find that incredible. I'm like, whoa, you know? He's aged from information. So could that, he wasn't in a plane, he wasn't in a car, he wasn't in a train, he was, now I go back to sound like a retard. He wasn't in a plane, he wasn't in a car. You get what I'm saying? It's like certain things that we can be exposed to or information, realization, um, open your eyes. I just love that so much. Uh, <laughs> they can accelerate time. So I don't know that I necessarily regret. I think that's why I, I, I would have loved to. I don't know that we can go back in time. I think that's why I love the concept of reconciliation so much, to reconcile uh, pain or 
Maybe people have regret or want for things behind us. You can't live in that. Because, I mean, I don't have a fucking time machine. I don't have a fucking time. Does anybody have a time machine? Did we figure that one out? Are we going to fuck the whole universe when we figure that one out? Um, but without that, the only way to kind of change the past is to create a future or present that reconciles and makes meaning and understanding of everything that's happened. Meaning of life? Baby Buddha? No. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not fat anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll I go back to it. I mean, I'm, I'm rambling like a son of a bitch. This is like ADD city, but... Uh, I love sitting down. It's fall time right now. It's fall. And watching the leaves. There's something about that. Don't quite understand it yet. <laughs> but there's something incredible about the, you know, the shift of a season. There's something incredible about the, the you know, inevitable change. But it is cyclical. It is something that can be calculated to a certain extent. At the same time, it is never the same. But it is the same. It's like, whoa, you know? We'll get into the philosophy now, ladies and gentlemen. We're leaving this, the world of science. I'll probably go back to it. I'll tie it all back together. But just thinking about just life. How many people believe in fate versus destiny? You know? How many people think this is a video game? We're in a video game and we're being controlled and there's people who control other people, but those people are controlled by other people and the person at the tip top is being controlled by the alien. Who knows what the fuck is going on? Who knows what the fuck is going on? Um, no, I... Do you believe in fate or destiny? Do you believe that we can actually... I guess that does tie back into the science. Philosophy and science is all an art. You know? Depending on how you look at it. Because there's that whole thing with like quantum computing. And like observing... You know? I'm, I'm too stupid to explain it. You know, enter Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know too much about it. But I think it's fascinating. Like the whole thing where you can supercharge a particle and it has its spins where it can go up or down left or right and observation has a influence on outcome and that is like a it's like a you know what i mean that's cracking the code to what the fuck is going on there's so many people that are more aware than i am or whoever the fuck is listening to me all of you all of you, but um, nobody really knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> There's just levels of more knowledgeable and, you know, marked by humanity. We're always going, we're always ascending, we're always going up, we're always going forward. But thinking about that, what observation does to the outcome, that's probably something that's more universal than just quantum computing particles and their spin. 
whole idea of like quantum quantum entanglement, you know, not talking about Jaden Will. We're not going to do that, ladies and gentlemen. But that is kind of like, po- it's, it's ironically poetic that that is in, I find that as well. That's the irony, you know, this divine comedy. There's always some base, <laughs> idiotic, uh, you know, surface thing that is in the mainstream that has some underlying, very deep spiritual or scientific context, you know, like an entanglement is hilarious, is fucking hilarious, but that is something, it's something that is like, it's much deeper. Are we going to get into fractals now? Are we going to talk about that? We're going to talk about, geez, I don't know, my brain is gone. Um, Woohoo. I'm rusty, but, you know, I'm talking. I find it fascinating, man. What happens? Like, how could we? That, that, that would be my interest. You know, if I was in, like, creating science fiction, which, once again, if you study history, it feels like all of fiction or fantasy or comedy or entertainment in general becomes some form of reality. It's fucking incredible how this happens. Um, but thinking about that, I'm like, yo. <laughs> it's interesting, man. That would be my like science fiction. How could you compact the event of a long period of time and condense that to be absorbed in context or relativity of a short period of time. I guess information does that. Right? Wrong? Um, I think information does that. I think awareness, consciousness does that. You know? That might be where the future is headed. You know, we spend so much time in the material application of advancement, technology, and maybe that we hit a ceiling with that, you know, with what we can do with metal and electricity and the next advancement in humanity is less material, more mental, you know, you go into your dreams and you absorb vast amounts of information. I don't know. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, (laughs) you either have to be somebody who is extremely wise, like in an unparalleled way that you have some extreme foresight for the bigger picture. You're able to look at the macro view and understand it so that you still remain optimistic. Or you have to be an idiot. I don't know which one I am. I think there's aspects of both that I can... (laughs) I do feel optimistic about the future. I don't know why. Um, You know? Maybe it's like the particle, right? That spin, 
there are possible outcomes. And if you were to remove your own attachment of how it works out for self, then looking at the bigger picture, uh, there is a more positive outlook. Um, that being said, everybody wants to survive. That's the base foundation of humanity. Every person wants to live and nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to suffer. Everybody wants to avoid pain. Everybody wants to be on top. They want to win as it, it seems. I think that's one level of humanity. I think there is a higher level of humanity that still exists. And maybe it's more subtle, not as accessible to the mainstream. So you don't see it as much, but people who think about the bigger picture a little bit more. And uh, I think that's what I'm, I, I've always said that, and I, I still believe it. I don't see, just like time may not be linear, I don't think humanity or its ascension or evolution is linear. I think there could be large periods of stagnation and not a lot of shit going on. And then not a cataclysmic event, not the flood, not a, you know what I mean? Biblical event or some shit like that, but just a shift in consciousness, a growth in the evolution um, that happens very rapidly. And I think in terms of that, because when I see the future, it's like technology, yeah. You can see that how that is such a, a part of modern civilization, of where we're at in the present. But there's been no time in history that people have correctly forecasted you know what I mean? <laughs> With a great deal of accuracy, the nuance of the future. And so I'm just thinking, I'm not declaring, but maybe the future is not, you know, this technological iRobot police state 1984 that we exist in the present, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on right now. But maybe the future is one where people... You know, explore the sciences outside of machinery. And it ties more into concept and the human ability to. What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I find it funny. Life is so interesting. And I think if you never stop getting interested and fascinated, then it will never not be bearable. Now, for my English majors, what did I just say? No. Um, I do believe that. I believe that that is one of the great worths of being alive or surviving or continuing to go forward is... You know what I'm saying? Seeing how it fucking plays out. That's a big deal. <laughs> that curiosity, but also um, optimism. And, you know, I still like to think, I mean, it, it, consciousness is so funny like that. It's like people can be awake in some ways and asleep completely in others. 
You know, there, there are people who are just sharp mentally, so sharp mentally, but may not have access to emotion. And that's a part of living, whether you like it or not. There may be people who are uh, very put together, but may not have access to freedoms. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I think there's value in all things. I think if you were to live a life that's worth living, it would have to be one that has great change. And it's not saying that you should welcome big ups and downs in your life, but there's value in it. There's a lot of value in it because you essentially live different lives in that one life. Maybe this goes into quantum philosophy and time and spirituality, but I remember watching this movie. That I, I, I love this movie, man. I've talked about it before. Um, Cloud Atlas and this concept that we're reborn into different lives that have different external forces, but the same souls, and we attract the same people around us. And, you know, they play out in different ways. Maybe it may be love in one life. Maybe it may be love and then heartbreak in another. Maybe it may be enemies in another. And But it's like the same characters. I love that idea. That's kind of just one life, though. It is. If you are blessed to have variance in your life, things that happen that are, you know, that put you in, in places where you're in different places of consciousness or relative time. Maybe you have a period of time that feels very slow. Maybe you have a period of time that feels very fast. Maybe you have a period of time that you're frozen, you know? <laughs> Maybe you have a period of time where you're free. And all of these things, it's like you're taking different lives into the future, into your future. And you can be all of these things. You can live with all of these things. And that's that's wonderful. That's something to be optimistic about. If anybody's going through fucking hell, um, <laughs> she, ah, uh, yeah, me. I wonder about it. I think it all ties in somehow. It's not a religious debate. I did grow up Christian, but other religions talk about the same things. And in the Christian Bible, it talks about the power of the word. And speaking things into existence. And it's so popular now for everybody to be a witch or start manifesting. And, uh, you know, all of these things are very similar to each other. Um, this is where all the witches and the Christians hold hands and we be nice to each other. No. Um, all of these concepts. And then you think about the world of science and quantum entanglement. Or like the concept of fractals and how that plays out in the divine comedy, ironically. You know, where there's always some popular mainstream event that is the most debased thing. But maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. Maybe it's for it to be broad reaching. A concept has, has to be very base. So it's digestible for all. But there's something deeper going on that it's reflecting in the times, you know? 
maybe we are traveling in time. And the time machine is change. Maybe. I just find it so interesting, man. It goes down to that question, though, that none of that answers, is it fate or is it destiny? I love this book, The Alchemist. Oh, my gosh, I love this book. It's, it, it's tortured me. It has tortured me. <laughs> it has tortured me. But, you know, never let go of magic. I don't, I don't think you should. And what I mean by that is not sorcery. I'm saying enchantment. I'm saying mystery. Um, curiosity. These are beautiful parts of being alive. And no matter how wise or old we get, you shouldn't... I mean, that's such a pleasure to, to release. Like, you shouldn't. Creativity is, 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 is the foundation of it, you know? This book, I have this phrase, Maktub, it was written. I love that. I love that. Uh, do I believe it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some events are set in stone. And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. And maybe there's other things that, you know, you can influence. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe it's all set in stone. Maybe everything is malleable. But, you know, I think about that. I'm like, the whole concept of quantum entanglement. If you just think about it from a logical standpoint. Everything right now in this very moment exists. And for that to happen, everything that has ever happened had to happen exactly the way it did. So that is fate. Um, if you think about it like that, if you think about it backwards. But if you're looking forward, you can convince yourself that you have influence. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be funny if I did know. That'd be hilarious if I was completely correct. That would be hilarious. So what's the solution, ladies and gentlemen? Um, is there even a problem? I don't know. I'm going to say there is no problem. I think... I think I'm gonna be an optimist and uh, we will see we will all see um, it's called a pregnant pause the wind is blowing the leaves are falling it's beautiful it's beautiful ladies and gentlemen I think that's been a motherfucking podcast I think that's been a podcast a lot for you guys to think about quantum entanglement uh, you know, particle colliders and uh, time, space, continuum, uh, dimensions. Please go check that out. Go on to YouTube and check that out. Five levels of expertise breaking down quantum physics. If I could understand it, you could understand it. If it gave me ideas, maybe it'll give you ideas. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Um, I love anybody who is very smart that possibly listens to this and they're like, man, this is like been thought of already. No, 
Uh, maybe has, maybe hasn't. Um, but, you know, for all levels of consciousness and awareness, everyone is invited to, you know, partake in me recording myself. And when will I do this again? I'm doing it right now. As I continue doing it, I'm doing it again. That's how time works, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go and do some other stuff and try to, I don't know, travel in time to get smarter uh, and get my shit together. <laughs> Hopefully. And that's that. Anybody who's continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast. On Instagram, go on to the Twitter. El Nada Dada. On the X app. Go on to my YouTube. Nothing Important Podcast on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, laugh with me. Laugh at me. Laugh. It's medicine. Until next time.